Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Poetry Corner Podcast. This is your host, Matt Foster, for all those who didn't know. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, tonight I'm back with another episode of Relationships. And this is part two, ladies and gentlemen. And and, and I, I just want to say shout out to all of the brand new listeners just getting into the Poetry Corner Podcast. I want to thank you all for the love and support. But uh, without further ado, my amazing listeners, we're going to get right into the show. Let us begin. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Poetry Corner Podcast. Once again, this is your host, Matt Foster, for all those who didn't know. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, tonight the segment is called Real Relationships Part 2. And uh, I say that to say, people, especially people who stay on social media, they see these Instagram and TikTok videos and Facebook stories, if you will, of relationships and marriages that that just seem so happy and content. You know what I mean? They just seem so happy and content. And they fail to understand that you're going to have your good days and you're going to have your bad days. You're going to have your days where you just drive off, you know, like leave your mate at the house and you just go, you know, for a drive because you can't put up with the, the contentious attitude or their nature, you know, or their mood for the day is just not vibing, you know, you won't have days where you just gonna be like, you know, I ain't gonna argue with this chick or I ain't gonna argue with this guy. I'm just gonna go for a drive real quick. You know, those are real relationships. What you see on social media, like I'm always cuddled up to my mate. I'm always huggy, huggy, kissing on her or kissing on him. No, those are false. Like, the world perceives those as real relationships, and if you don't stay hugged up to your mate, if you don't stay around your spouse all day 24-7, you know, then that's not love. What? You, like, you do realize friends actually make a healthy relationship, too. Family makes a healthy relationship. Yes, there are toxic friends. Those who would damage your relationship or marriage, those who would like to see nothing other than to see y'all split up. Yes, those friends exist, but a real relationship requires family and friends. You know what I mean? Like if my lady, you know, wanted to hang out with her girlfriends, you know, for just like, say, for instance, a Thursday, we don't have nothing planned on this in particular Thursday. And we in the house, we don't have nothing to do, you know, um, and it's too hot to go outside for a nice, you know, summer walk or something like that. We just stand inside, we're watching Netflix or we're watching uh, Hulu or Disney Plus or Amazon Prime or whatever <laughs> platform you choose to, uh, to prefer. Say, for instance, we're watching that and we just get bored. And she says, honey, I want to spend time with my, you know, my homegirls, you know, they, we want to go out and do this and this and this. Go ahead. I ain't going to get mad. I'm like, what, what am I getting mad for? You know, because when the time comes for a Thursday or Friday when my guy friends want to come kick it and we want to go to Dave and Buster's or we want to go to a basketball game, a football game, baseball game, whatever. Or we just want to kick it as fellas. You know, when, when, when that time comes, I'm expecting my lady to be cool about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's always going to be that thought in the back of your mind, ladies and gentlemen. 
of what is uh what what is my lady doing when she's not around me? What is my man doing when he's not around me? Like it's gonna be, you know what I'm saying, that thought in the back of your mind. But don't let it eat at you too much. That builds mistrust in a relationship. I'm gonna be honest, it builds mistrust. Okay? It builds mistrust, and mistrust is unhealthy. It's it's a toxic trait, you know, I should say. But um long story short, ladies and gentlemen. This in particular Thursday, if my lady wanted to go out and have a good time, I'm a letter, you know, because when a day comes, my, my homies call me up and say, hey, let's kick it. You know, I, I want her to be just as cool about it. You know, and yes, there are going to be days. There are going to be days when your mate spontaneously plans something. There's going to be days when your mate says, hey, um. Let's do this and this and this and this. I know you had this plan, and I'm sorry, babe. I love you, but let's just go do this and this and this. Let's go shopping. Let's go check out houses. Go, you know, let's go check out apartments, or let's just go for a walk. You know, let's go to the beach. And no spontaneous days are actually quite fun. You know, yes, it can be irritating to have to, you know, deal with last-minute plans sometimes. But those last minute plans are really fun if you, you know, partake in that with all your heart, but your mate. And those are just some some prime examples of some real relationships. You're going to have days where y'all fight. Y'all not going to say nothing to each other. Like I said, perfect example. Say, for instance, fellas, me, I'm the type of guy. When it comes to my relationship, I'm the type of guy. I'm not fighting with my woman. I'm not sitting in the house with her arguing and yelling and fussing and just you know what I mean? Like, cause my mama, God rest her soul, my adopted mom anyway. She told me one thing and one thing in particular. You will never win an argument with a woman. So therefore, I choose not to argue. I choose not to get my blood pressure boiled up. So what I do, I just go for a drive. I'll just say, you know what? Your attitude ain't right. I love you. I care about you. Go for a drive. I might go for a drive around the block. I might go, you know, in town just to go hang out or whatever, by myself, listen to some music, whatever, just to vent. And then I'm coming back to my woman on some real. You know, there are some who will, they, they, they just have to have the last word. Couples like that exist. I'm sorry to tell the truth, ladies and gentlemen. These are real relationships. These are prime examples of some real relationships. I have friends who, <laughs> shout out to my buddy, you know what I mean, <clears throat> and his wife. Not putting them on blast or anything. And when they, they they told me a prime example, when they they have arguments, they both gotta have the last word. So it's hard to finish an argument and put it to rest some days because you know they both gotta have the last word. But they love each other. You know, don't don't think they always out here fighting. They love each other very dearly. They're really two good friends of mine, and they love each other. You know, and uh, me personally, like I told them, I'm I'm not the type to argue with my woman. Like it's gonna seem like she's gonna win an argument every time with me because no. I choose to be the bigger person and drive off or I go hang out with friends. That's just what it is. You know, um, unfortunately, you do have those who pit hands on each other. And like I said, those are toxic relationships. If ever, ladies and gentlemen, if ever comes the opportunity where your mate strikes you with their hands and not in a good way. And by that, I mean, you know, fellas, let's be real. You know, if this is your wife, 
the love of your life, you know what I mean, a, a, a light tap on the butt. Grab her by the waist, you know, turn her around lightly and kiss her. That's some romantic stuff right there. But if you smacking her in the face and punching her and all that, that that's, that's, that's being abusive, bro. You not a man for that. And ladies, just because you might not agree with your man on something, you you pick a fight, you at the family cookout, and you pitch, you slap him or you put your hands on him in some kind of way, it's not okay. Because I'm gonna be I'm 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 gonna be real. When you put your hands on your mate, not only is that a toxic trait of toxic behaviors, of consistent toxic behaviors, of or you know consistent past toxic relationships. Let's just be real. Uh, you know, a, a lot of abusive people, the reason why they're abusive in their current relationship or marriage is because they've been abused by someone before they got into, you know, their relationship with the next person. And they never spent that time being single to heal. You know what I mean? Or something traumatized them at some point in their life and they never took that time to heal. They never got, you know, the mental help that they needed. <laughs> so... I say that to say this, not to, you know, diverge on that whole subject of, you know, toxic traits and toxic relationships. If you are in a toxic relationship, get out of it. And we just going to leave it on that note. Just get out of it. End it. I know it's hard. You might love this person with all your heart, but for the sake of your health, your life, your, you know, uh, uh, the safety of your family and friends, just get out of it. And let God bless you with a man or a woman that's going to love you peacefully, honorably, respectfully, and willingly. <clears throat> you know? And like I said, just because you might have an argument, don't think it's toxic to have an argument with your lady or your man. Not all couples agree on absolutely everything. And that's the honest to God truth. You might not like the same team as me. You might not like the same you know, genre of music as me. You might not like the same type of food as me. You might not like my hometown because of how it is. You might not like my family. You might not like the choice of friends I keep around. I might not like the choice of your friends. But hey, we, you know, we, 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 we cope with each other. Because we love each other. We bear with one another's, you know, friends or family members because we love each other. And that's okay. Sometimes it's good to, you know, agree to disagree. Now, like I said, then there are those who are spontaneous, just really out of the blue, just very, very extremely random. You know, just very, very extremely, extremely random. Just, you know, hey, babe, you know, I just got paid today. Let's go out. You know, some, there, are, there are some people, believe it or not, they love consistency in their relationship or marriage. That's just how they are. You can't get mad at someone because they love consistency. And there are those who love spontaneity. You know, but sometimes, you know, for example... I have a friend, a female friend of mine. She lives in Ohio. She's the spontaneous type. The guy she's, you know, dealing with, he's consistent. 
So you can imagine that, you know, for perfect example, you can imagine that, you know, he likes consistency. She likes to be spontaneous out of, no, out of romance, of course. And these are just some prime examples of real relationships. You know, these, what people perceive on the internet as real relationships or relationship goals or relationship goals are people who just doing it for the clout. Oh yeah, I love my husband or I love my wife or I love my boyfriend, I love my girlfriend. But it's only for clout. It's only for likes and dislikes. It's only for likes, comments, and shares. But you don't know what they're doing behind the closed doors, do you? Uh-huh. That same guy that's that post that, oh, this is my queen, the love of my life, and all that. Probably out cheating on his wife. Probably out there cheating on his girlfriend. It's the truth. The woman that said, oh, this is my bae, you know, uh, 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 I don't want no one but him. And da, 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 da. she probably out here. She got a, she probably got like five, six sneaky links in her phone right now. That bro don't even know about. But those are relationship goals, though. People base love of what they base love off of what they can see. On the Internet. But they don't know how these couples are behind closed doors. You see, God judges you on the contents of your heart, not your outward appearance. Because you might seem like a, a Disney dream come true type of prince or princess. But you have the ugliest heart. You are an ugly person on the inside. And that's how the world views these relationships. They see people who put on a show. <laughs> There's no need. And I honestly say that. There's no need to broadcast everything on the internet. Do, th do something for your mate privately. Let's get back. Let's normalize. Okay, I'm going to say this to say. Let's normalize private relationships. People dirty laundry or clean laundry don't need to be all over social media. Like, I'm sorry to say that. Like, if you love your mate, that's an awesome thing. Matter of fact, I encourage, I highly encourage, I implore you to love your mate. Okay? And yes, you want to share with the world what your man or woman did for you that day. You know, and that's cool. But if you photographing and video recording every last experience day in and day out, are you really in that relationship for the day or for that time being or for that moment? Or are you doing it for likes, comments and shares? Something to ponder about. Something to truly ponder about. You know? So, these are just, like I said, some examples of real relationships. A.K.A. real relationships. I recently, you know, dated a girl. 
about, and when I say recently, I mean last year. Some of y'all know this story. She lived out of state. She lived the next state over, actually. So it was like one of those long-distance relationships. And all over the internet, she would post about how much she loved me, how much she was excited to see me, how like how much you know I meant to her. But when it came down to the come down of actually us being together for Valentine's Day, nonetheless, she cut all ties. I mean, straight up. Block me on social media, block my phone number, all that out of nowhere. And you can, you know, use the assumption of, hey, she probably had somebody else she was saying anyway. You know what I'm saying? Or you could use the assumption of, hey, she just did it for clout. And you was just that much of a sucker for believing her words. Whichever, you know, line you tend, whichever line you choose, hey, you know, whatever floats your boat. But that was an example of a woman who showed the world the love I gave her. She wanted to share it with the world only to get some likes, shares, and some comments. But she was artificial. She gave artificial love. You see, I was serious about the relationship, you know, in person or long distance. She just did it because it made her feel good about herself. On the internet. You see. And it's sad because people do things. People do things for self-gratification now. And it's mainly my generation. You don't, you hardly see the next generation, you know, and I'm, I'm sorry to say it. We, we millennials are, are kind of the worst when it comes to that. Like we, we want some type of self gratification. Shout out to the next generation. They don't, they don't really be posting all like that. You know, they're more in the moment. You know, Gen Z kids are more in the moment. Than they are on their phones. Yes, you get some who are TikTokers and all that, but a lot of them are more in the moment than posting them all on social media. Every last waking moment with their spouse. Like, no, it. We need to normalize private relationships again. <laughs> but anyway, I'm not bashing, you know, millennials or Gen Z or anything like that. It is just like I said, uh, this would just get some few examples. You know, people who do stuff for clout. Those are false, false, false relationships. You know what I mean? I'm going to use this as an example. I know someone who claimed to have truly and honestly Loved their wife. Posted their pictures of their family vacations all over Facebook, all over Instagram, all that, right? 
but behind closed doors, he was cheating on her. You know, he was abusing her. She was abusing him. She was putting her hands right back on him. You know, she has a right to defend herself. That's what I can say, honestly. But I, I just honestly think that abusive couples don't need to be together. Take your time to be single, to heal. And when the time is right, when you feel the time is ready for you to get into another relationship, ask God to teach you how to love before just jumping into another one. You know? So, yeah, it's sad to, to just... That's a sad thing to ponder about. And this guy's a really good friend of mine. You know, he's, he lives in my hometown in Philadelphia and all that, but it, it's like... If you're going to love someone on social media, love them the same in private, behind closed doors. That's a real relationship. A real relationship requires compromise, listening, faithfulness, honesty, respect, commitment. Oh, that's a word a lot of people don't want to hear. Commitment. There's a reason why... I'm going to say this without seeming offensive. There's a reason why I emphasize on commitment. So many men and women today, they want the benefits of a relationship. And everything that comes along with a relationship... Without actual commitment. Commitment means to be committed fully to this person. Putting in the work to express and show how much this person means to you. And you're showing God how much this, this man or woman means to you. That you truly love them from the bottom of your heart. There's nobody else. You know what I mean? Everybody else is cut off in your phone. You might have friends. You might have family. But that's it. There are no side dudes. There's no side chicks. Does you and your mate in that relationship and that's it. You see a lot of people these days, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't want to commit. But my question is. When you hit 30, 40, 50, 60 years old. You're going to want someone to settle down with. When you your body starts breaking down and you start aging, get those sore knees, that sore hip, those back problems. You're gonna want someone to care for you, and that's where a mate comes in. A lifetime mate comes in. You see, that's where. The commitment comes in. And a lot of a lot of people, they, they probably turn the podcast off when I started speaking about commitment. 
but commitment is a major component of a real relationship, aka real relationship. You want to keep it a G, you want to keep it a buck, you want to keep it a 100, how you say? You want to keep it real, how they say back in the day? Be in a real relationship. Commitment. And, 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 and it was a running gag in the early 2000s to mid-2000s. If you want to scare a man, just like, you know, if you as a woman want to scare and terrify a man, just say you're the father of my child. It was a running gag because I come from the era where everybody wants to be a pimp. Everybody, every man wanted to be a pimp or a player. Every man wanted to be, you know, uh, 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 uh. every man wanted to be, oh, I'm Mr. Have Multiple Woman, you know, a.k.a. I just want to sex every woman in the world, like on some young money type stuff. But when that baby came from that, oh, that's not my child. That's not, you know, and that spawned from that right there. All them baby mom, baby dad situations. Not to speak, not to speak against the baby moms or any baby dads. Not speaking against you guys. But those guys who denied their children, that spawned women and men who are now today afraid of commitment. Hearts that are afraid to love. But they want someone to commit to them. Their hearts and their souls and their minds call out to someone to commit, to care for them, to be with them when they're alone, when they're depressed, when they're, when they're, when they're struggling mentally, emotionally. You know, when, when they had a rough day at work, you're going to want someone committed to you to be there by your side to comfort you when that medical report comes back and you're terrified you're gonna want someone to who is committed to you to be by your side when 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 those bills are way too much when the, the day at the job was just too overwhelming or you had a fallout with your family you're gonna want someone to commit to you You see, I, I'm going off on a tangent here just on commitment alone. You see, I haven't even gotten to the honesty, the faithfulness, the respect of a real relationship. We're still on commitment here. We're still on the, the term of commitment. Why? So many people are scared to love. You know, I've always been the guy, no matter if a woman breaks my heart or just leaves me, I live every day loving brand new. Like my love is brand new every day because God blesses us with a brand new day every day. So why not love brand new every day? Just because. One chick might have done me wrong. Don't mean the next one would. Okay, I'll just spend some time, you know, getting closer to the Lord God. Getting closer to the Lord Jesus Christ. Getting closer to the Holy Spirit. Focusing on my poetry. Focusing on this podcast. 
focusing on my family and my friends, working out, taking care of myself, listening to music I love, working, and, you know, for the time being until the right woman comes along. That's what I do. I, I used to be the guy. I was so overcommitted to one single woman. To one single woman. To where if that relationship ended, I would stop absolutely everything I was working on in that time frame. Like if I was learning a new language, I would give up learning a new language. I would stop going to the gym. I stopped writing poetry. I would stop talking to my family and my friends for about a few weeks. I was literally that type of dude to where a breakup would get me that down and depressed because I was overcommitted. <laughs> and I know, I know. A lot of people say, oh, so what did you learn? I learned to love brand new every day. I learned to forgive and move on and love brand new every day. Because although the last one didn't love me as much as she says he did, the next one would love me. It's like, in the words of my favorite rapper, Rod Wave, to get one single win, you got to take a thousand losses. And it, it sucks getting those a thousand losses. It sucks bad. But you got to be committed to getting that one win. You got to be committed to say, I'm going to succeed regardless of how many nodes I get today. It, it, it's, it's something to ponder about. It's something to think about. It's something to, to just focus your mind about. You know, so therefore, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go to a brief commercial break and we're going to break down the steps the elements, the components of a real relationship. So hang tight. I'll be back. And you're tuned in to the Poetry Corner Podcast with your host, Matt Foster. I'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Poetry Corner Podcast. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about real relationships, part two. And, um, we were just breaking down one of the components that make up a real relationship, a.k.a. a real relationship, which is commitment. And we learned so much, ladies and gentlemen, and I gave you a perfect example of why I myself love brand new because of the simple fact that, you know, uh, uh, in order to receive that right one, you got to be committed in your head to say, hey, I can, you know, go on a date with this person, this person, that person, you know, they're just dates. You're not sleeping with the person. Okay. You can go on about 16 dates in a week. If it's just going out to the movies and going out to dinner and coming home. And as long as there's no intercourse, no sexual intercourse going on, there's nothing wrong with that. You're just dating around till you find the right one. That's being committed to finding the right one. Okay, 
But if you're just doing that for monetary gain, like you're going on a date with many guys or many women because they're giving you money, they're offering you money to take you out or they're buying you stuff or they're bribing you some way, somehow that's doing it for, you know, gain. And that's wrong. You're gaming someone for gain, for personal gain. And that's 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 not that's not OK. That's that's wrong. All right. So. Long story short, you got to be committed to finding the right one. Another component that make up a real relationship is trust. Trust. What is that? That is when your mate, your man, or your woman, your wife or your husband, your, you know, uh, uh, is completely out of your sight. Say, for instance, they go in the store. Okay, visiting family and friends. Trust is like, okay, I know that they're here, 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 and there. And I'm not going to trip about it because of the simple fact that they usually call me to let me know, hey, this is what's going on. Okay, uh, uh, they just text me to let me know, you know what, babe, you know, I was just thinking about you. I'm here at the gas station. I'm going to pick up a, a nice snack. I know I just got off of work or I, I know um, I'm hanging out with Jerry, for example, you know, I'm hanging out with Jerry from work. You know, I'll pick you up a snack, you know, on the way home. Or I'll pick up some milk on the way home or something like that. Or, you know, mom says hi or dad says hi or brother, sister says hi, whatever. You know what I mean? That And, and, and you don't trip about it. You don't say, oh, which brother, which sister, which, like, who, who's Jerry and all this and, or, 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 or who's, who's Teresa and all that. Like, nah, like, you don't trip about it. You know, you just accept it for what it is. And say, hey, okay, you know, uh, tell someone so I said hi, you know, or uh, thank you, babe, for getting me that little snack and everything. I appreciate it. You know, I love you. I see you when you get home. That is trust. And the sad reality is, the sad reality I'm going to break down is the simple fact that not too many couples, not too many couples can say that they 100% trust they mate when they're not around. You know, some might 98% trust them. Some might 99% trust them. Some might 96, 94, 88% trust them. But there's a rare select few who 110% trust their mate. You know, am I, am, am I saying people are innocent? They're not capable of cheating or lying? No. But trust is like, you know what? You know, my babe said they're doing overtime at the job, you know. I trust her. I trust her or I trust them, you know, and I, they'll, they'll be home around this time. So I'll leave the door unlocked, you know, for them when they get here and all that. That's trust. That's trust. Okay. The problem with a lot of relationships today. I'm a trusting dude. A girl can tell me, you know, say for instance, you know, I'm, I'm with a chick for about six months, maybe a year, maybe two years, you know. She could tell me, babe, you know, oh, yeah, so-and-so is, you know, just, just one of my friends from work, and he always tripping on me, you know, talking about I don't pick up my slack at the job, and me and him had a fallout today, and she could just be telling me, you know, everything she, she went through with, you know, this guy friend at work, her coworker. But if she's going around talking about that's her work husband, mm-mm, nope, ain't no doggone way. Because she's making it known that she has ro uh, a romantic, you know, uh, 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 
I ain't gonna say entanglement because of the whole Will and Jada situation, you know, but she has a whole romantic connection with a workplace employee. So if they're going around saying this is my work wife or my work husband, yeah, you need to you you really need to do some evaluation and and, and question your mate about that, confront them about that, but not in a you know a, a confrontational type of way, but in a loving way, and ask them to be honest with you and be real with you and be legit with you in a loving way, you know. Like I said, a lot of a lot of relationships today don't have too much trust. They sit back and say, yeah, you know, I, I trust my girl. I trust my man, you know. But when it comes down to the come down, because your relationship will be tested. Relationship I was in was tested. And I had to trust my lady 100%. So one of the many components that make up a real relationship Trust. Another element or component that makes up a relationship goes hand in hand, hand in hand with faithfulness. I mean, with uh, with commitment. I spoiled it. Faithfulness. Meaning no matter how good a guy look, ladies, you don't break your neck to check him out. Fellas, no matter how fine a woman is or how curvaceous she may be, you don't break your neck to look. You don't like, dang, girl, you look good. Like, no, that's not being faithful. If you can act like, how can I say this without being disrespectful? If you can act like Ray Charles and act like you're blind to the person in front of you that, 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 if you were single, would look so good to you? If you can act blind to them, then you'll be just fine in your relationship or marriage. You want to have times where you might peak a little bit. But that slight peak, okay, cool, slight peak, look away. That slight peak, look away. Look, Focus back on your mate. You know what I mean? I've seen this one uh, TikTok video my buddy showed me last night. God was in Hooters with his wife. Not to put this couple on the spot. She was like, did you just check out her butt? And he was like, babe, nah, it was hard not to look. And she was, she called him an a-hole and she said, F this, I'm done, I'm leaving. And my thing is, I said, oh no, dude, no, no. Like, ah. Uh, like, you're not supposed to be checking out the waitresses at Hooters. I mean, that's not a place I would bring my lady, personally. And me being, you know, a man of God, I, I mm, got to stay away from places like that because of the uniforms. But, you know, the guy, I was thinking, you know, he should have thought more along the lines of Applebee's, Olive Garden, you know, nice little, you know, romantic little bistro for his lady. Nice little, you know, Asian restaurant for him and his lady. You know what I'm saying? A little hibachi joint. I was thinking he was going to do something like that. No, it was a Hooters. <sighs> Fellas, please don't pitch yourself in a position to be trapped. And by trapped, I mean, you know 
where there's a lot of fine ladies hanging out at or working at, like Buffalo Wild Wings. If you know some fine ladies up in the Buffalo Wild Wings, don't bring your mate there, especially if you can't keep your eyes on just your mate and the food. If you can't focus on the food and your spouse, fellas, please don't go to Hooters or Buffalo Wild Wings because of that. I'm not saying they don't have great food. I'm not saying that's not, you know, a good restaurant or anything like that. It's just if you want to focus on your mate, bring them to a nice romantic family establishment. And I don't mean McDonald's either. Like, if, you, if y'all want to go to McDonald's, say, hey, float, whatever floats your boat. You want to go to Burger King, Taco Bell? Hey, whatever floats your boat. But I, I just, I don't know. He put himself in that position. Fellas, please don't do that. <laughs> you know, stay faithful to your lady. Ladies, stay faithful to your man. You know, um, in today's modern terminology, they have something called a sneaky link. And for all those who don't know what a sneaky link is, back in the day, you you heard the term side piece. In the 70s, they call it side beef. You know, whether, you know, a lady or a man had, you know, a side dude or side chick or whatever, it was called side beef in the 70s. In the 2000s, they call it a side piece. You know, to the mid to late 2000s, they call it a side chick or a side dude. No, if you can't be faithful and commit to one person, don't say, hey, don't hit somebody up saying, hey, I'm looking for a relationship. Nip it in the bud right then and there and say, you know what? I would look for a relationship, but I'm not the type to commit. I'm sorry. I'm going to be real. You know, and and people, they, 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 they rather waste someone's time than to be honest and real and say, I just am not the type to commit right now. Tell it like it is about yourself. You know, you beat the world to the punch. The world won't call you out on it. If you're not faithful, the world won't call you out on, on being unfaithful. If you can't commit, the world won't call you out on, you know, being un, like non-committed. So beat them to the punch and say, you know what? Yes, I'm the type. I don't commit to relationships. Or I just can't commit at the time. Or, you know, I'm not the faithful type right now. Be honest with yourself. You know, because what happens when you can't be faithful? You get a mess started, for one. People are hurt. More people are hurt, shot, and killed. Or go to jail over someone or, you know, a, a scenario where two people or one person cannot be faithful. Or somebody went through somebody's phone and found messages that they weren't supposed to find. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to say, but that all that being a player stuff, that it's for the birds. I'm going to be legit. It's for the birds. You t- if you if you in your mid to late twenties, thirties, forties, and you still out here trying to be a player, grow up, please, please. 
because we're trying to get back to, you know, love and relationships, real relationships, real marriages. I'm starting to see like, and I'm not knocking whoever's into this lifestyle, but I'm starting to see a lot more open relationships, a lot more open marriages. When back in the day, marriages were sacred. They were closed and they were private between the husband, wife, and God Almighty. That was it. And even when it came to relationships, the, back in the early 2000s to mid-2000s, you know, to, to the late 90s even, relationships were even sacred. Fellas, how many dudes you done beat up trying to talk to your girl back in the day? Trying to talk to who, uh, that, that woman who's now your wife. Back in the 90s, you would you stomp them out. You dang near pulled a gun on somebody. Them beat them with a baseball bat, brass knuckles, whatever, because you didn't tolerate someone talking to that woman at the time you called your future wife, who's now your current wife, or who may be your ex-girlfriend. But at the time, you guys were together. So it, 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 it's it's more... How can I say this? It's better to be faithful because honesty truly is the best policy. And I'm not, I don't mean to coin that terminology and be all cheesy, but honesty truly is the best policy. You know, if you cannot commit to someone... Please, please, for the love of God and everything righteous, just be honest with yourself when you are on a date with someone else. Let them know ahead of time. Let them know what they're getting into. So they then can have the choice to either pick you or pick someone else. You know, so another component to a real relationship. Because we already talked about commitment, faithfulness. Ah, perfect. Respect. And what is respect? What is respect, you might ask? Well, plain and simple. It's self-explanatory. Respect in a relationship is trusting your mate enough to not go through their phone. You might hear them Facebook messages blinging off, those Instagram messages or likes blinging off. You might see people commenting all crazy in their TikTok videos and all that. You might you might see all that, right? You might see their text messages going off, like blinging off crazy. But you still have enough respect for your mate's privacy. To not go through that phone. Everything in your body is trying to get you to crack and say, girl, open this phone. Dude, bro, you better see what who hitting your chick up. You know what I'm saying? It, it, everything in your body hitting you up like, bro, you know, this situation just ain't right, dog. <laughs> you, you might want to see who hitting your lady up. You know, everybody in your body might be telling you, girl, this, this dude out here cheating on you, for real. Sorry, shorty, to tell you the truth, but 
It is what it is. Go through their phone. But you have enough respect to say, you know what? No, I got too much respect for myself to trip out. I got too much respect for my mate to go through their phone. Respecting their family. Regardless if their family don't like you. Respectful to them. Regardless if their friends don't like you. You still got respect for them. You still have respect for their coworkers, their colleagues, their, you know, their college classmates. You might even have respect for their exes to an extent. As long as ain't nothing going on, you got respect for them. So a lot of relationships today, some of them fail be due to the fact that they don't have respect for their mate. Even on a date. Mmm. See? A lot of y'all feel called out. How you dress on a date is either respect or disrespect to your mate, your partner, your spouse. Ladies, if you're wearing something all revealing and all that, that might look good to other men. That's going to attract the attention of other men and your man is going to draw the ire of those guys meaning they they they're going to draw the 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 jealousy and the anger of other men because why you're with him and you're not with them you know what i mean i i, I seen a cat and when i lived in philly get shot at because his his girl was wearing some revealing clothes and you know she was walking to the corner store and all these guys was giving her cat calls and whistles and all that, trying to holler at her, right? Check this. Trying to holler at her. She she wasn't even featured. She had her ha- head, hair all done nice and all that, head held high, you know, wearing a little sundress and all that, nice heels, all that. But when she pulled up to her man's car, you know, came back, we got the, she had an orange juice for herself and she got some snacks for her man, got in the car with her man. And the guy says something to the chick. The guy, the, the, you know, the, 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 the boyfriend hopped out the car. Words were exchanged and gunfire was exchanged after that. So that all draws back to, ladies, how you dress is either respect or disrespect to your man. Yes, you want to look good when you go out. I get that. I respect that salute. But be mindful. Because what's meant for his eyes only should be for his eyes only. And, and, and fellas, how you act, how you dress, if you if you sag in your jeans and, and you dressing like a thug, yeah, your lady might like that. But guess what? You might be attracting the attention of some other ladies as well. And, 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 and it's vice versa in that situation. Okay. So be respectful. Be mindful of your mate. Dress decent. You know, choose a nice, you know, suit and tie. Or if you're not the type to wear a suit and tie on a date, choose a nice pair of denim jeans. Nice pair of casual shoes or casual sneakers. A nice blazer. A button-down shirt. Or just, you know, a polo shirt. Some nice uh, 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 slim, you know, uh, denim jeans and some nice casual shoes. 
Well, wear a button-down shirt with a tie. You know, wear, wear something that looks like that, that that presents you as a gentleman. That lets the world know, hey, my lady is with a good man. My lady is with a gentleman. Okay? My lady chose someone who got class. You know what I mean? So dress accordingly. Dress respectfully. Another way you can disrespect your mate. Not listening. I I, I got to call myself out on this. I've been accused by my ex. Because of the fact that when we would have arguments, like I said, I'm not the type to argue. So I would choose to tune her out. I would just put on my headphones and fellas, that's wrong to do. I'm going to just say it like it is. It's wrong to do. I would just put on my headphones and I would walk right out that door. But what I would call, you know, a, uh, a, a, a conclusion, a peaceful conclusion really was the ultimate sign of a dis- of disrespect. Sometimes, fellas, when our ladies are arguing with us, it's because they need to vent. Just like we vent to them about, you know, somebody at work, just like we vent to them like a family member, like a friend who annoyed us or, or, or someone who disrespected us, you know, or we just going through a lot that day. With, you know, you might be going through a lot that day with your baby mom or, 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 or with your family member, like your brother or your cousin, whoever. You know what I mean? You need your lady to vent. So why, why is it when they need to vent, do we do stuff like that? So, 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 so don't tune, don't, don't, don't tune them out. Don't tune them out. We should be hearing one another out and not tuning each other out. That's another sign of disrespect, tuning them out, not listening. You know, because, and ladies, this go for y'all too. <clears throat> if, 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 if we mad and upset and y'all over there talking about some, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep, mm-hmm, whatever. Like, that, that's a sign of disrespect. You're not listening. You're just brushing it off. Or how my grandmother would say, sweeping the problem under the rug. And yeah, I get it. You know, if you've been together for many, 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 many years. It's hard for you to take this piece of advice. You know, but maybe for once, try something new. And listen. Try the soft-hearted approach and listen. Sometimes you just got to put your foot down. That's just what it is. But it's some it's more of a beautiful thing to just be a listener. Open your ears. Close your mouth. How my grandma and my adopted mom would say, close your mouth. Open your eyes and your ears and listen. So if you if you listening in one ear, you can still read my lips. You know what I mean? Some what is my grandmother got rest her soul? She would she would always tell me. 
So just close your mouth. Be quick to listen. So that way, when you listen, you can provide some honest feedback. That's a sign of respect. Okay, like I said, for example, their family might not like you for whatever reason, something you did back in your high school years to your mate when y'all were together as high school sweethearts that your fam that the family just don't agree with. Instead of beefing with them, continuing to beef with them, just say, hey, brush it off. Like, hey, you know what? You guys might not like me. And, you know, for what I did back back X amount of days, back in December of 98, you know, 2005, whatever the case may be. But I want to earn, start earning your respect and love. And if you guys still choose to, you know, not like me and not accept me, then, hey, God bless you anyway. Sometimes it's hard to say that. Sometimes it's hard to just be like, you know, it's hard to grin and bear it. But have respect for your mate's family. Just like you would want them to have respect for your family. Have respect for their friends. Just like you would want them to have respect for your friends. And that's one of the, another element that makes up a real relationship. Respect. Another element that makes it up. Compassion. Compassion and love. Why do I, I tie those two hand in hand? Like a like you know, like in a perfect knot? <clears throat> That's because of the fact that compassion and love are both one and the same. You know, your mate probably said something to you today. <laughs> That just that that it is it, really eating at you, and you just can't stand it. You 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 were venting about something, and they just chose to drove off, go to the store, or they drove off, went to the gas station, <clears throat> or they drove off, went to go hang out with their friends because they didn't want to be in a contentious house and argue back with you. Maybe they chose the compassionate route, the loving route. Instead of being, you know, uh, a toxic and arguing back with you and making that that household very toxic. They chose the adult route and said, you know what? I love you enough to just go for a drive and submit. I love you enough. I'm compassionate enough to just go for a walk, go for a breather. To go for a breather. Because what you said to me today really hurt me. And instead of me putting my hands on you. Instead of me yelling at you. Instead of me checking you. I want the love and compassion route. I want the love and compassion route. And just went for a drive. And sometimes ladies... Y'all can be a bit contentious. I'm going to be honest and tell the truth on that. 
fellas, y'all ain't no better. <laughs> yeah, we not no better. We not no better. And we the, we the worst ones. We the worst ones when it comes to, between us and ladies, we the worst ones. A lot of us like to be petty. You know what I mean? A lot of us like to be petty. You know, hold grudges against our, our, our ladies and whatnot. Fellas, you know, we, we, we need to learn some compassion again. I, I really think, in all honesty, I really think the pandemic has both equally taught a lot of couples compassion, and it taught a lot of couples contention, too. But above all else, it taught us how to love. When we're and When you're stuck in the house... When you're stuck in a house with this one in particular mate, okay, and you have absolutely nowhere to go, you have absolutely nowhere to go but <laughs> to either the living room, the bedroom, or the kitchen. And in a pandemic, we were all locked up indoors. So a lot of that contentious nature we once had towards our, our, our ladies or towards y'all man. We had to let that go. We had to learn how to love all over again. So compassion and love. Is like. Also for perfect example. You had this big blow up fight. With your mate. Came back with a teddy bear. Came back with some roses. You came back with a beer for your man. Or you came back and you made him a nice dinner. You know what I mean? Or, uh, 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 fellas, you, you went and got that nice teddy bear or some roses or her favorite chocolate or her, you know, uh, uh, or any type of gift to show your lady how much she means to you and say, hey, babe, I love you and I'm sorry. I want us to, you know, start again. That's that that's having a compassionate and loving heart. What I see a lot today is a lot of contentious couples. A lot of people who are afraid to love. A lot of people who are uh, uh, uncommitted, dishonest, disrespectful. But yet when they see these internet relationships... They're, the, they're, they're quick to type in in the comment section of these videos, relationship goals. This is how I want my relationship to be. Oh, they have the best relationship. I want something like this. But when God places it in your life or when that right person comes into your life, you choose the opposite route of compassion and love. And you go with contention and hate. <clears throat> you go with the opposite of respect and you choose to disrespect. You go with the opposite of commitment and you choose not to commit to this person. You, you, you go with the opposite of honesty and choose to be dishonest. You go with the, the, the opposite of faithfulness 
and you and you and you make the choice to be unfaithful. So if you are doing any of those things, you're not loving the right way, nor have you been taught how to love, nor have you healed from your previous relationship or relationships or your previous marriages to, you know, you you, you, you never took that time to ask God to help you to heal. You never <clears throat> took that time to that when you were single to work on yourself. You never let go. Of your past. You just assume. That this person that you're with. Will do you the same. As the previous ones. So when you see those. Disney. Princess or Disney princess. Type relationships. And in, in, in Disney. Ha happily ever after. Uh, 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 relationships or marriages. On social media. Instead of saying. This is the type of relationship. I want relationship goals. Maybe you should work on that. You should you know. Do a self analysis. And find out what it is about yourself. That you need to work on. To be a better version of you. So that when the right person is in your life. Or comes along in your life. You know how to love them. On the real. And turn that relationship. Into a real relationship. But hey what do I know. I'm just some guy on a podcast. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you all for tuning in. This is the end of the episode. I, I, I just want to say thank you for just being patient with me. Um, I, I just, I really wanted to touch on this matter for so long. Um, I, I really want to do a part two to that. And I have another episode I'll be touching on um, <laughs> all the opposites all the opposite components to a real relationship. I'll be focusing on a lot of components that make up a toxic relationship in the next episode. So uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to thank you all for uh, uh, tuning in tonight. I love you guys. I thank you for all the uh, shares. I thank you for all the likes. I thank you for all the plays. Ladies and gentlemen, I thank you for giving me your time and attention just to you know, uh, uh, just to check out the Poetry Corner podcast. You know what I mean? Sorry about that. That's my watch. But, uh, yeah, I, I just want to thank you all for tuning in. You know what I mean? I know that I haven't had a consistent upload schedule. And like I said, that's due to my work history. You know what I mean? Um, and my work schedule. So I do apologize about that. But um, starting, you know, starting this week, we will be back on track. So next week, like I said, next Friday, we will be talking about the components that make up a toxic relationship. So anyway, I love you guys. I hope you all have a beautiful and blessed weekend. Take care. Thank you for tuning in. God bless. And I love you guys. Let us begin. Empty from the heart. Yet I still yearn to feel. Lost in the fog of my thoughts during the late night hours trying to figure out if what you said was real. Did you mean it all? Or was it fabricated to get what you desired? I don't deserve the pain that I feel. Telling everyone that you love them. Stringing along a trail of foolish hearts.
It's all a part of your game. But I just see what it really is. This silly game is for little kids. I doubt that you know me for who I really am. What was it for? Staying up late. Having discussions until 2 a.m. What did it all mean in the very end? All I gained was a broken heart left for me to mend. A lesson learned, a bridge too far to cross. A relationship too damaged to fix. So it's best we go our own way and bring this damaged relationship to an end. Let us begin. 3 a.m. and I'm stretched out in my bed, looking at your photos on my cell phone, wishing you were wrapped up in these blankets instead of me laying alone, up during a late night hour with these deep emotions flowing through my head, wanting you emotionally, mentally, and physically. Now, am I wrong? This player lifestyle is not what I want. I just want that special one. (laughs) that wake up to the same person day after day, a -a once-in-a-lifetime love. Still grateful to have you in my life. Never would have thought that day you'd give me a moment of your time. As I walked down Broadway on 65th, I saw you in that dress, and it blew my mind. I watched how it caressed your curves in every line. As we passed each other in public that day, I remember... That sparkle in your eyes when we saw each other for the very first time. We exchanged phone numbers. We spoke for hours that same night. (laughs) Now here I am at 3 a.m. Thinking about you, my love. Tonight. (laughs)